Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com. Lizzie O'Leary is Hello. here with me. Hello. And you guys know what that means. It means things are going to get yeah, a little disgusting. <laughs> I really like that I'm your back pocket guest for like, oh, this is revolting. Let me call Lizzie. <laughs> You really are. Yeah. You're such a good sport about it. Nothing grosses is, me out. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, first of all, every episode of the show is gross, right? Because I just, I have a way about me. Um, and I actually have other go-to gross people, but, like, you're just a really particularly great sport about gross things. And um, so I was I was really excited to do this episode because I knew you would be super into it. I hope you guys are going to be into it. You guys, we are, um, we're going to be talking about feet today yay (laughs) who doesn't love to talk about feet (laughs) feet feet are um weird uh and they're sometimes pretty gross yeah and some people really love them and some people really do not love them and some people are kind of neutral on them so uh if you're a person who really hates feet maybe not going to be the best episode for you but maybe it is going to be the episode for you because Maybe you're going to get some information about how to make your own feet less gross or the feet of a loved one. Maybe a pair of feet that sleep in the bed with you, horrifyingly enough. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it to you guys. Sometimes people want to say those things and they don't know how. And so mm. you could just send the podcast to a loved one. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Which is, uh, in fact... Part of the reason that we're doing this episode, we are uh, we're doing this so that we can arm the feet freak freaker outers of the world with a podcast episode to gently send to someone who needs some foot help. Uh, you can let me do the dirty work, so to speak, of telling your loved one that their feet are all fucked up. Um, <clears throat> Before we get into it, though, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to Chip Chat and Tinder Talk, there is Tinder Talk today. Oh, boy. Oh, your girl has been busy. <laughs> there is, in fact, a, a foot story for Tinder Talk. That could go so many different ways. Uh-huh, it sure can. Um, I'm actually probably going to talk about it a little bit on this episode because it has to do with what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Um, I mean, listen, I'm just great on dates. I'm bringing up feet. (laughs) (laughs) You're a delightful first date. (laughs) I really am. Um, All right. So if you guys want to listen to that, uh, which why would you not want to listen to that? Uh, You can become an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person. To help support my show. You guys, you have also been amazing at smashing that five-star rating button on iTunes. I am 
Like, so, so, so impressed with how many new ratings we've gotten. It's definitely making a difference. You guys, hit that hit that five-star button. Make your friends hit it. Make your loved ones hit it. Tell them that their feet are perfect, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Lizzie has been great about getting the word out, too. Thank you for, uh, for pimping me. Uh, always. Always, always. Um, we have some patrons to thank. Would you like to do the honor? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I can thought, read the patrons. I thought you might like oh to my do gosh. the honor. I know. Yes. This is actually, so my secret is, I get really anxious that I'm going to flub the names. And I've discovered that actually the guests are amazing at reading the names, maybe because you guys get less nervous about it or something. So I'm going to have you do it. And there's one in there that's particularly like near and dear to your heart. It is. Do I yeah. say the amounts or no? Uh, the ones with numbers next to it are the 69 people. So we got to give them a little oh, okay. nice. Yeah. So we would like to thank Kathy Livingston for 569. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, this person, near and dear to my heart, adopt a homeless pet and oppose declawing and ear docking for two sixty nine. That was how they subscribed on Patreon. No, I really I appreciate like, yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. not me. I'm Lizzie. I am a, pa- a you patron. are a patron. I'm a patron. Ryan Kelly, Taryn Harden, Jacqueline for three sixty nine. Nice. And Janet, and I'm going to say this because I speak some French, Seigneure. That was exactly how I thought it was. Well, good it's job. a beautiful name. It is. It's a beautiful name. It is. Thank um, you, Janet. You guys, thank you all so much for supporting my show. Really, really, really appreciate it. It does help me so much. Um, all right. We are going to get into uh, this. Sam wore my sandals for you. I wore washable sandals yes, for Yes, he has washable sandals. Tell the people what the brand is. Uh, Saltwaters. And you will see they are very popular with toddlers. Yeah. Um, because they're washable and also like I think a certain subset of white ladies who live in Brooklyn. Yes. I see them all the time on the mm-hmm. white ladies who yep. live in Brooklyn. I love them. I actually keep meaning to get a pair. They're great. Um yeah. So maybe maybe after we record today we'll go get a pair. Okay. Yeah. They come in I, lots of colors. I am wearing my furry pink athletic slides today. Yes. Because we have to have like appropriate footwear for yeah. the for the foot episode. Yeah. We have to be be exposing our feet. Yeah. So here's the thing exposing the feet, you guys. I am, I, as I think everybody knows, I am pro flip-flop, I am pro sandal, I am pro exposed feet, but it comes with responsibility. And we're going to talk today about all of the various responsibilities you have. Just like main- Spider-Man. That's right. <laughs> for maintaining your feet. Uh, we're going to start literally with washing your feet because people are not washing their feet. Um, this actually came up. Um, I'm going to have you read the first. This was actually someone tweeted at me um oh yeah this was a thing on twitter okay berg asks what is going on with all this quote wash all your body parts thing and then adds i didn't realize so many people didn't wash all their parts right so if you guys have been living under a rock you may not know that the do you wash your legs question has come back around the mountain I have to confess that I don't actually know the the origin of the do you wash your leg. I know that there was a post on Jezebel several years ago, do you wash your legs, hmm. that may have been the origin of it, but it may not have been the origin of it. But I do think that I know the origin of why it's come back around the mountain in 2019. And this is it. Taylor Swift was on one of those talk shows. And whoever the host was asked her, do you wash your legs? And she stumbled. <gasps> and so everyone was like, oh, my God, Taylor Swift doesn't wash her legs. She just, like, lets the shampoo water run down her legs? Yeah. 
that. You're familiar with the roll down method, I see. <sighs> so this is one of those things that just like it comes up. It's one of those weird questions that comes up. And, you know, on the show, we've we've talked a lot about this, you know, really very specifically uh, way, way, way back on the ball washing episode, which, I mean, had to have been at least 100 episodes ago. Uh, we talked about the fact that, like, at some point along the way, you learn how to wash yourself. But none of us really remember learning to – Lizzie's raising her hand. You remember learning to wash yourself? I remember because I'm significantly older than my little brother. I'm almost seven years older than he is. Right. I remember my mother teaching him. And she was like, so what we do when we take a bath is we wash the parts of ourselves that get smelly. And here they are. And okay. sort of enumerated, like, you wash your armpits, you wash your crotch, right. you wash your feet. You wa- Like, you wash the, thi- the things that are extra prone to getting stinky. Right. Exactly. And let's, let's also say this. Your legs are not among them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, one of the things that I, I personally feel a little uncomfortable about, uncomfortable about with the do you wash your leg thing is that there's a shamey thing going on here right. that yes. I don't like. And I actually don't like that the person did that to Taylor Swift. I mean, first of all, you know, world's biggest Taylor Swift fan over here. Um, I, you know, I just, I just think that like, that's, there's a, there's a shamey and almost cruel thing about doing that to someone hmm. because you're saying to them, you have bad hygiene, you're dirty, you're smell. And like, you know what? If you don't wash your legs, you, I don't think you're actually a dirty person for not washing your legs. <clears throat> um, with that said, we are going to talk about wa- washing. Um, and, and I can I stipulate one thing as someone who like spent time in Flint reporting on it and stuff. We're talking about like people who have access to clean and plentiful water in order to do these things because there there are all these other factors that come into play. Right. There's another really important thing. I'm so glad that you said that because it reminds me of this very important thing to say is that there's also ableism involved in this. Yes. Not everyone is able to wash all of their parts. And and so I think that we have to be um, very, very gentle and tender about the subject. And I want to say that, you know, we're going to talk about gross feet today and we're going to laugh a lot and we're going to, you know, say like, ah, it's so gross. But also I want to really remind you guys that like none of this is done to shame you. This is this is done in good fun to help you, to give you some information and to empower you to handle your feet. In the spirit of love. In the spirit of love and also gross out humor because we love gross out yeah. humor here. Okay. So let, let's talk about washing feet. Now, the leg, forget the leg thing for the moment. Okay. Uh, actually, no, don't forget the leg thing because I'm going to tell you the reason I think you should wash your legs. And it has nothing to do with the fact that you're dirty if you don't. Here's the real reason to wash your legs. Yeah. And I told this years ago to one of my editors and he, t- to this day, still says, he is like, Jolie, of all of the things I learned from being your editor, the behind the knee thing is the, was the most life-changing. And here is what it is. Scrubbing behind your knees with a washcloth or a loofah or a poof or whatever it is feels so good. It is like the most transcendent feeling in the world. And if you're not doing it, you're robbing yourself of this amazing feeling. Huh. So. Next time you all are in your shower or your bath, get whatever your little scrubber tool is or one of those mitts or whatever and scrub behind your knees and you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to clean. I'm going to wash my legs from now on just because this feels so good. And like if you're scrubbing behind your knees, you might as well just scrub through all the rest of it. 
Right. I guess yeah. my leg washing thing is I yeah, I was a runner for a long time. I'm not anymore because I'm old, but that's always where all the dirt would get flicked up. Yes. It's the back of my legs. Right. Back of the legs. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and the other thing is um, there's an exfoliation factor, too. Right. So, I mean. It's so satisfying. It's so satisfying. Anyway, so that's the leg thing. But we're going to talk about feet, though. Okay. Let's talk about washing feet. A lot of people do the shampoo roll-down method. Or the soap, you know, they they wash, they scrub their pits, they scrub their, their crotch, and then the suds roll down and they call themselves clean. Right. So the problem with this is, is twofold. First of all, just soap making contact with the surface doesn't do so much. Um, it also probably is going to leave soap residue. <laughs> and that's a whole other thing. Um, but what you're robbing yourself of when you don't scrub is that exfoliation thing. And most of the root cause of odor, especially foot odor, is dead skin, right? If you guys follow me on Twitter, you saw this week that I showed my shame, the grossest, nastiest flip-flops and sandals in the world. They were, the soles were black. Yeah, they were pretty gross. They were really, really, really gross. And I scrubbed them. I did it before and after. I showed what they look like after I was done scrubbing them. I showed the sort of during using the baking soda and the, I used a nail brush for it. Most of what was coming off wasn't, it wasn't so much that it was dirt. It was my dead foot skin. Yes, foot skin. Um, and that is what's causing the odor. So when you scrub your feet, you are scrubbing away that layer of dead skin. And you're also making your feet look more beautiful because one of the issues that's very, very common to feet is dry, cracked skin. We're going to talk a lot about how to deal with that in the Lizzie's, Lizzie's showing me her feet right now. <laughs> Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got a, you got a patch right there on the big I got a pedicure less pedicure last week. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's <sighs> it's a constant struggle. And so I'm going to say this, too. And I said this in one of the columns that I wrote about the feet thing. I, one of my particular foot str- struggles is that I, my heels are very prone to cracking. And it's just I have to be on it all the time. Um, I'm going to talk about the stuff that I use for that. Um, but this, this this is just what happens. And honestly, you know, it's kind of I find it personally frustrating. And I'm, and I'm sure some of you do, too. That foot maintenance is just a thing you have to do all that's maintenance. Especially not... if you have really long, <laughs> long, <laughs> elegant Lizzie, toes. You do have beautiful feet, Lizzie. I don't, actually. That, that second toe is super weird. It's like the size of a pinky finger. I like but it. But it bumps into things. Like So, you know, there's some maintenance involved. Yeah, there is maintenance. You have very lovely feet. Thank you. Don't sell yourself short. Okay. Um, They're long. They are long. <laughs> um, okay. So, wash your feet. Soap and water. Now, the soap you use is actually not really all that important. Use whatever soap you like. Uh, a good, if you do have a problem with um, with foot odor, probably think about switching to a good antibacterial soap, um, Irish Spring, a dye. I mean, that's the broiest thing I've ever said in my life, too. Um, and that's I'm, a high bar. <laughs> I love Irish Spring. <laughs> I really am such a bro. Um you know, dial any any one of those good antibacterial bar soaps. Um, but honestly, it's not it's not that important what kind of soap you use. If you use, you know, the Axe body wash called Swagger, that's fine. It's just important that you use a soap of some sort. I think a washcloth is the best way because a washcloth is thin enough that it allows you to get in between your toes. But if you use a loofah or a poof or a mitt in the shower for the rest of your scrubbing, that's a okay too for your feet. What about people who are just using their hands? You know, I don't think that that's the best way to go because you lose the exfoliation factor with your hands. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it'll get them clean. And if that's what you prefer, um, you know, as I said, again, I'm not really out here to dictate to people what you're doing in your shower, you know, because that's your that's your business. I just want to give you information. Um, so it's OK. But I, you, you really do lose out on that exfoliation thing, which is delightful. Yeah. And, it, and it, I mean, really, guys, it does yeah. feel really very, very good. Um, if you, like me and Lizzie, are uh, prone to dry, cracked feet, you may also want to give your feet a scrub with a pumice stone. Or I actually have switched to uh, a scraper, which sounds t- worse than it is. Um, it actually does feel really, really good. It, it looks like a cheese grater. I'm so sorry that I just said that to you. Um, but that's exactly what it looks like. It, the brand that I use is called Cala, C-A-L-A. Um, it's a pretty mint green. Makes hmm. me very happy. Um, I use that. Actually, I tend to use that when I'm taking a bath because I can let my feet soak. Well, they soften. And soften and then use the scraper. Uh, you do always want to soak your feet, you know, at least, you know, having been in the shower, go through your whole routine and then do the pumice or the scraping last because you do need your feet to be soft. Don't scrape a dry foot. That's going to be bad for you. That reminds me of like one of my favorite Onion articles ever, which <laughs> was like boyfriend mystified by rock in girlfriend shower. <laughs> and I mean, I'm screwing up the headline, yeah. but, it, That's, you know, yeah, yeah. Actually, sidebar about the pumice stone. There's like a, one of my favorite stories about when my boyfriend Barf came out. I got a glowing review in the New York Times, um, which was yeah, I as mean, one does, as, as one does, as one does. No, I mean, it wasn't. I still kind of can't believe it happened. Um, but Dwight, Dwight Garner wrote this very, very, very lovely review of the book. And it was very it was very funny. And, you know, he was very funny about the book. But one of the things that he said and he said it like lovingly and funny it wasn't an insult um but he was like he was like there are points in which miss care goes a bit far <laughs> and his example was that i included instructions on how to clean a pumice stone <laughs> i mean you know listen if you're using it to slough off, slough your off dead, dead skin your dead foot skin yeah at some point you're gonna have to clean the thing and you know his basically what he was saying and this is fine Basically, he was of the kind of like throw it away and get a new one school of thought about a pumice stone. But also then, I mean, pumice stones, they're not that expensive. That is wasteful, Dwight Garner. I mean, and it's easy to clean a pumice stone. It's, you know, dish soap. It's like so you could spend seven dollars on a new pumice stone and create landfill or you could just clean the thing with dish soap. You've already got it in the house. Anyway, clean the pumice stone. Um Okay, so that that is the basic of the washing the feet. Now here, this is actually almost, if not more important. We got to talk about drying your feet. You guys, do you have to dry your feet? And I don't mean scuffing them back and forth on the bath mat and calling them dry. It's really important to dry your feet for good foot hygiene. Foot moisture is the cause of a lot of other problems that are real, real gross and we're definitely going to talk about in the second segment. Um... But especially if you are prone to uh, smelly feet or something like athlete's foot, you want a dry foot. A dry foot is what we're aiming for here. So use your towel to towel off your feet and especially getting in between your toesies. And you can call them toesies if it makes you feel better. It makes me feel better about things. Then after you've dried off your feet, ideally if you can and you should, should be able to, Leave your feet bare for 
at least five to ten minutes before you put socks on so that the skin can air dry also because toweling off isn't going to get rid of all of the moisture um, in the skin. So you want to let them dry off before you put your socks on. And so that is that is my uh, spiel on washing and drying your feetsies. Okay, let's talk about sweaty feet. Yay. I, <laughs> I, I, am, I am blessed to have normal sweaty feet. I have other foot problems, as I've said. I have other, I have other struggles <laughs> with my hooves. Um, but I, I'm pretty lucky about the, the foot sweat thing. Some people, however, are just prone to having sweatier feet than others. If you're one of those people, that's okay. There are things you can do. The first and, and sort of most common thing is to use a foot powder. A foot powder will basically uh, coat your feet and the powder will absorb sweat as it happens. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys that I don't super love foot powders. Hmm. I think they're messy. I think they're messy. I think they're messy to apply. I think they're messy in your shoes. And I, and I don't think that they're actually the best option for sweaty feet. But it is a very common thing. And it does work for a lot of people. So I present it as an option. Probably the most common powder that people use is Gold Bond. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. But there are lo- loads of other foot powders. Dr. Scholl's That's makes... for your feet. I thought it was for... It's for a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. Important reminder, ladies, it is not for your Beulah. No. That's for the men only. Yes. Don't make that mistake. Um, A thing I do actually really like for... (laughs) You nodding because I call it a Beulah? Yeah. That's the name of it. I know. Yeah. mm. God. Well, we'll talk about that on the bonus episode. I'm a serious journalist. I'm a serious journalist. I'm a serious journalist. I'm a serious journalist. I can't even say it with a straight face. Um, I like Dove Dry Spray. Hmm. I think Dove Dry Spray is a great product. I, I find it's a great product for a lot of different uses. Um, they make a standard version, and then they also make a, a version that's branded for men. So if the, which, I mean, you know, what, if it, if you need it, <laughs> take it. Uh, I don't think that there's any particular difference. You want to go to Broga. Yeah. <laughs> Use this and, version. And then go have a brosé afterwards. <laughs> um, so I really like that. If, however, foot powders or a dry spray isn't enough, and that is, that's okay because some people just really have sweatier feet than others. Jake. <laughs> now listen, we, we're not outing people. <laughs> Jake's her brother, you guys. <laughs> And a frequent target of jokes on this show. Poor Jake. Eh, it's good for him. <laughs> it's good for him. Um, okay. So if you have especially sweaty feet and powders aren't cutting it, foot antiperspirants and deodorants exist in this world. Wait, yes, seriously? They, yes, they do. They do. They're they're formulated for both use on hands and feet. Um, because that is a, I mean, sweaty right, hands right. is a yeah, real yeah. is a real thing. In fact, one of my um, one of my listeners was telling me um, the other day that his brother had, you know, re- really, really sweaty hands um, and got Botox for it. And he is actually, hi, Kevin. Hyperhidrosis. Yep. Um, he's actually going to come on the show later this summer. Oh, uh, that's exciting. He had, he had a, a massive pit stain success that he wants to share. And I was like, come on the show and talk about it and blah, 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 blah. But in the course of 
talking about planning this episode that we want to do, he mentioned the thing about his brother and the sweaty hands and the Botox. And I was like, yeah, this is what happens. You should have my brother on that episode and he can talk about his like bringing backup shirts strategy for things. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. Why don't we do a big round table? You'll love Kevin. He's okay. fun. Um, okay. So foot anti perspirants and deodorants exist in this world. They mostly come in cream formula. And I, I think from my perspective, I'm not a person who's used one of these, but I have feet um, and I'm familiar with lotions. Um, and I think from my perspective, this application is probably the easiest application given where it's going on your body. I'm going to give you some brand names. There's one called Carpe, C-A-R-P-E. Uh, there is another one called Sweat Block. You can get those on Amazon. They Probably sell them at most big uh, drugstores, Walgreens, CVS, Dwayne Reed, etc. Um, but Amazon, you can order them very, very easily. And actually, uh, there's another another kind of cream that we're going to talk about a little bit later for treating other foot problems. That one of my one of my listeners, hi Bev, uh, one of my listeners was like, "Oh, I'm going to order that," and then she tweeted back. She was like, "I ordered it, and great news! It's available in gift wrap." <laughs> It's like you should absolutely have your your foot cream, <laughs> medicated foot cream gift wrapped for yourself. It's a delightful passive aggressive <laughs> gift for someone, though. <laughs> it totally is. I got you something. <laughs> Everyone, every stocking stuffer at Christmas this year is going to be like creepy foot products. I love it. I'm so here for it. Um, okay. But as I said, there are other formulas. Um, you can get a spray on formula. There's a brand called Rocket Pure Foot Deodorant. Uh, that's a spray. And then there are roll-ons. Do you remember roll-on deodorants yeah. from like the 80s? Ban. Right, I was going to say ban. I feel it. Raise your hand if you're sure was another one. <laughs> um, so roll-on is another application um, that you can find. And there's a brand called 3B Foot Saver. That's hmm. a roll-on. Uh, the last thing to mention, if you do have especially sweaty feet or hands, Botox. We're going to talk a lot more later this summer about using Botox for sweat. Um, it's a thing I've written about. Actually, I haven't written about it in a long, long time, but that is an option out there. Um, I think this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Uh, we have a lot more foot stuff to talk about. Exciting. Yeah, I know. We're going to. This is the real gnarly stuff is coming. Yeah. The, to, the toenail stuff. Mm, uh, and we're going we're to talk about Brad with the toenail. <laughs> Brad was the date. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I know you know. Uh, All right. So Lizzie and I will be right back with a lot more about your feet. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. 
Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Lizzie O'Leary. We've Hello. Been- <laughs> I'm here to talk about your feet. They're disgusting. <laughs> they really are. Oh, man. You know, the funny thing is, I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say, I was about to be like, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Of course I'm going to say this. First of all, I already wrote it in a column. Uh, and what, what don't I say on this show? Um, foot fetishists love me. I, uh, <laughs> Lizzie's, of course. <laughs> I wish we had a video camera in here so you could see Lizzie's body language and facial expressions right now. It's like surprised, but not, <laughs> not at all. all. <laughs> they do. And I have to say, like, I'm not, I'm actually not that freaked out by feet. I'm not a foot fetishist myself, but I'm not freaked out by them. And I don't especially, like, love having my feet fetishized. But I also don't hate it. So, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, it does. I'm I'm ticklish though is the problem. Yeah. So well, that's a yeah. My feet are really ticklish. Like I'm always I'm always like apologizing to some poor pedicurist, being like, I'm sorry that I just kicked you in the face. <laughs> it's like, I just do my own now because I can't even risk it. <laughs> like, um, but yeah. So anyway, there you go. Now now you all know that about me. Uh, alrighty, we have uh. We have a we have a actually a recommendation, and that's gonna lead us into more of a comment than a question. <laughs> a little bit. Um, that's gonna lead us into talking about some of like the more common afflictions uh, that happen with feet, and we're gonna we're gonna help you with that. So I'm gonna have Lizzie read this from Shinobi. This was this was on Twitter. Shinobi writes on Twitter. I've always had problems with sweaty feet and odor. I can't keep any sandals longer than a year. In parentheses with scrubbing. Yeah. Cannot recommend foot scents, foot powder enough. Works so much better than everything else. Amazing. So, Love yay. It. Love it. And actually, one of my other followers, while I was writing my second foot column of the week, because uh, it's feet week. Right. Um, like tweet- feet week, but a little different. <laughs> um, tweeted at me about... Um, the Carpe deodorant that I mentioned. And I, I wrote right back and I was like, I'm literally writing about it right now. I'm so excited. But she was like, it works great. So, you know, I, I really always appreciate when people chime in with the stuff that works for them because, one, it's helpful for all of us to know. But, two, it normalizes things right. that a lot of times we don't talk about because it's it feels embarrassing or gross and you know, I, I, we don't want anyone to feel embarrassed because it happens right. to so many people. It's very, very common. Um, well, and I, you know, I realize this. I, I come from a family where it is perfectly normal to say, hey, you have something in your teeth or like your breath is disgusting today or uh, who smells mm-hmm. like that's just how my family interacts. A lot of people do not do that. No. No. I think most. Most, I don't think. Yeah, I think and they're I, probably weirdos. Yeah, I think probably, I would say I'm probably from a f- kind of family that doesn't, um, t- you know, talk about that kind of stuff. And yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it, it, it makes people feel ner- nervous yeah. to talk about this. Stuff. But that's part of the reason that we try to do that on this show is because we're out, we're out here trying to give information. We and- can just send all of your <laughs> listeners to like a week with my mom. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be fixed. Wait, when is your mom coming on the show? <gasps> oh. oh. All right. Next time she's in New York. Okay. We'll, we'll book studio time. We'll have her. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, it is. I'll behave myself. 
Eh, she loves Ish. you. I, I love her too. Um, all right. We got to talk about your toenails, you guys. I will tell you, this is the part that gets a little squicky for me. I can handle pretty much all of the rest of the stuff. But the toenails do make me a little squicked out. I'm admitting that because I think it's just important to say it and own it. Um, one of the things that I did to my poor editor at the inventory, I so you know, so I was writing this column about, about weird foot problems. And one of the sections was about funky toenails. And I included a link from WebMD about it's I think literally the article is called Lizzie is already cringing. Um, I think the article was called like what what does the color of your toenail mean? You guys no. do not ever click on this link. I have to it's my it's my job to click on these links and to read this information and to distill it for you. It is the nasty. I've seen some nasty things in my life, right? It ugh. green toenails, black toenails, brown toenails. I love like, it. My cringe was on behalf of your editor. Oh, yeah. So I, I email, I sorry, send, I send the column to my editor. I've got it all set up in Kinja and the link is in there. And the link has literally a warning for the readers next to it that literally says, do not click this link. And I, I email my editor. I'm like, okay, column's all ready for you to take a look at. I was like, you're going to see the warning in there, but I'm reiterating to you, Shep, do not click the link. He writes back. He goes, I clicked the link. <laughs> deserve this my friend no <laughs> and he's like a very beloved editor i mean i love you know what all i should say that all you editors. love all your editors I, you know what i really do I, i'm really blessed to have great relationships with my editors and i mean I, god knows they put up with an awful lot of weirdness from me <laughs> um so anyway so let's talk about the toenails the first thing we got to talk about is clipping your toenails um i think again this is one of those things that um a lot of people don't remember learning the right way. And there is a very, very right and very, very wrong way. Um, <clears throat> first of all, you should clip your toenails, not just because it looks better, which it does. Let's be honest here. Um, it is an important health thing. One, it's going to help to keep your feet clean. It's going to help to prevent fungal infections, which we are going to talk about, um, which will happen the longer your toenail is, the more dirt and fungus and virus and bacteria and bleh, get under your toenails and that's what causes fungal infections. Um, the other really important thing, and this is this is where we get into fucked up toe tot, uh, is if you do not properly trim your toenails, you're going to run the risk of getting an ingrown toenail oh. and you do not want an ingrown toenail. So let me talk to you about the right way to clip your toenails. And then I'm going to tell you this horror story. Oh, from good. And then I have an ingrown toenail story. <laughs> <Yee>! <laughs> that involves um, my brother. Of course. Of course. Okay. So you're going to use clippers. Uh, you're going to clip straight across the nail. There are different sizes of clippers. So if you have larger toenails, so men tend to have larger toenails than women do, tend to, not always, um, get a, a bigger clipper or a smaller clipper. If you have particularly hard toenails, yep. which is a thing, there are clippers that are designed specifically for harder toenails. So you may want to look into that if that's a problem that you suffer from. The most important thing after you've clipped straight across, you need to use a nail file to file the edges of the toe ever so slightly round them. 
if they are perfectly straight, that is when you're going to end up with an ingrown toenail situation. And now I'm going to tell you this horror story. Please. First of all, you guys, this was our first date. Okay. First date, I'm out with Brad. Brad was adorable, by the way, you guys. I I liked Brad. <laughs> I got texts during the Brad date that like well, Brad was great. Yeah, Brad was great. Uh, and the reason I was texting during the date was one of the one of the reasons that Brad was so great was that a friend of mine came in. I was at Pizza Beach. I was at my my local. Um, and um, a friend of mine who works there came in. It was his night off, but he came in and he he sat next to Brad. I was on the other side of Brad. And we all we all started chatting and he and Brad like completely hit it off. And so while they were talking about like, I don't know, music and New Jersey and hockey or I was the one talking about hockey. Um, I was texting Lizzie being like, Brad, because Brad, they were like, how's Brad? I was like, Brad's actually pretty great. Yeah. I like Brad. Um, anyway, so because I'm a hell of a good time on a first date, I one of the things I talked to Brad about was. Um, all of these feet posts that I had been writing. And I was telling him the story about don't click the link, right? And <laughs> he, like, super excitedly... <laughs> and, like, this is honestly why I liked Brad so much. He super excitedly was like, oh, man, I have a fucked up toe story. And I was like, I want to hear the fucked up toe story. So Brad's fucked up toe story was that he, like, went, I forget what it was that he, this was a couple months ago, he went climbing after work, in, and he was like, I'm an idiot, and I just wore, like, my work shoes that I was oh. wearing. And he was like, they were like, and he, like, pointed down at the work shoes he was wearing, which were, like, men's dress, leather dress, dress shoes. Yeah. Um, and he was like, they weren't these. He was like, I think they were, like, loafers. And um, bad idea, Brad. Bad idea, Brad. Uh, and Brad said, he was like, bad idea, Brad. <laughs> he completely owned it, which I loved. And he ended up getting a huge blister on his big toe. I think it was his big big left. It was his left foot. I, You guys, I saw the toe. Um, <laughs> of course, I saw the toe. Um, so he gets this huge blister, and it's like killing him, killing him, killing him, like, Two weeks go by. It's not healing. He was like, oh, shit. Like, this isn't right. <laughs> like, so, something has gone very, very wrong here. It's time for me to go to the podiatrist. So he goes to the podiatrist. And the podiatrist, like, takes one look at him and is like, holy shit. <laughs> She's like, Brad, you have, like, a horribly ingrown toenail. And... <laughs> And she was like, I'm going to try this thing. He's, you guys, this is, I, I, I was in a full body cringe as he was telling me the story, which of course I loved. But like, even me trying to tell it back to you right now is making me full body cringe again. He, she had to like, give him like a lidocaine shot underneath his toenail. He was like, I could still feel it. It didn't work. Then she had to remove the toenail, Ooh. which involved her splitting the toenail in half. <laughs> Lizzie is now, now Lizzie is in a full body cringe. It takes a lot for me to get to that point. <laughs> and 
it like it just went this story went on and on and on and he was so funny telling i was like i was i was screaming and laughing and crying and like it was just the funny it was so great brad like Thank you for the story. You're so adorable. You're a champ, so Brad. You are a champ, Brad. I, I really, I appreciate you, Brad. Um, so anyway, so all of that is to say you truly do not want an ingrown toenail. You do not want to be like Brad. Uh, <laughs> this poor Brad was really suffering. And then I did end up, so, you know, like the night goes on, right? And um, I was like, I was like, Brad... <laughs> I kind of want to see the fucked up toe. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and he was like, I'll show you the fucked up toe. It was really, really gnarly. <laughs> like, Do you have photos? No, I didn't take photos. I should have. Oh, shoot. I should have. I have other photos of him. <laughs> I won't show I don't want to see those. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I won't. Well, I won't show them anyway because it's not fair. You know, I mean, that's the, the t- you know, the Tinder Tots trust me with these intimate <laughs> photos it's not for me to be showing to other people um okay let's talk about what was in that link can i can i tell my yes, story? Oh my God, yes no, it's very story. quick yes we were in houston where my mother's from for some something i think it was like my grandfather's 85th birthday okay and my little my brother was very young at the time and i think was in his like little teeny suit jacket and little teeny shoes and he's probably growing which compounded this so he had this like terrible pain in his foot, terrible pain in his foot. And eventually someone at the party, this is like some huge party for my grandfather, was like, well, we've, we've got to look at that toe. And <laughs> Denton Cooley, who if you know anything about medicine, you will know is an extremely famous surgeon who implanted an artificial heart in someone. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah, I know that name. Operated on my brother's ingrown toenail oh in like the locker room of the country club i think maybe with some vodka as like a oh, sterilizing i don't i could not love fixed, this more he fixed jake's toe i could i mean not, is that just the waspiest thing you've ever heard it, well i mean it makes my heart sing because you know my my mother's father was a surgeon and when you and when you said that like we got to take a look at that toe i literally had just the fond this is so weird to say but the fondest memories of my grandfather yeah. because literally every time we walked into the house in Connecticut the fr- it would my my mom would be like the first thing that would be said as soon as we walked in to see my grandparents my mom would be like daddy you got to take a look at this kids this blah, thing blah, blah, blah. My, yeah right and it was just like that was just part of the like ritual of seeing my grandfather that like within 5 minutes it was like you know something was being checked out or worked on or you know like and you that know, explains so much about the way you are. <laughs> yes, it sure does. It sure does. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think that's if you grew up in a family with doctors and nurses, that probably sounds very familiar to you, yeah. too. Yeah. So and my, my, my grandmother was a nurse. So that's, that's yeah. just that's just part of life. And it's and frankly, it's good. It's part of the reason I think I'm not that freaked out by a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, what I am freaked out about is this next part. This is what's in the link. I'm going to give you guys the Cliff's Notes so that you do not ever have to click that link. Can you give me the link? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. If your toenails are, have turned a color, here is kind of your guide to what these colors mean. Dad. Which is going to tell you if you need to do something about it or not. If the toenail is entirely white or entirely yellow... I am so sorry that I've just said that. It's going to get worse, you guys. 
Dad. That me- <laughs> Stop outing your dad. He's not going to listen. <laughs> um, that means you have a toenail fungus itch. Yeah. Toenail fungus is gross. No one wants it. But it is very, very easily treatable. Very easily treatable. You do not need to go to a doctor for this. You can get an over-the-counter nail fungus treatment. They're usually liquid. They usually come on, come in a, um, in a little jar with a brush. It's it's just it's just like putting nail varnish on. Um, you just brush it on top of the nail and as much underneath the nail as you can get. There also are um, toenail fungus, and this is also um, this happens to fingernails too. Hmm. Um, uh, there are also pen fungal treatments, which tend to be a little bit easier for getting underneath that nail. Yeah, so you know. It happens, but it's very easily treatable. It's not going to cost you a lot of money. I think most fungal treatments are in the, I think, 10 to $15 range. Not cheap. I mean, not, this is like, this is no, no thing. Don't sweat it. No judgment, Dad. Yeah. And just, and just treat it and get it handled. Yeah. Uh, if your toenail has turned green, you got to go see a doctor. I'm not going to talk any more about that. Wow. <laughs> if it has turned brown and looks like wood paneling. Not going to talk anymore about that. You got to go see a doctor for that. If your toenail has turned black or blue, you don't need to do anything. Your toenail has suffered a trauma, <laughs> as have we all after listening to this episode. It's going to fall off. And the only thing that's going to heal it is time. You're going to be like Brad. You're going to be like Brad. But will, will it actually fall off then? Or it, will it, it maybe? Either, it, it may fall off. It may just grow out. That's one of those places where if it hasn't fallen off, uh, as you're growing it out, keep it as short as possible because that will help to speed along the growing out of the the traumatized toenail. Okay. We made it. Let's all fan ourselves off. Sorry. Sip of my coconut water. Uh, We are going to close this bad boy out by talking about uh, cracked skin, corns, and calluses. Mm. Wee! This is a fun stuff. No, this is the thing I suffer from, right? Uh, and I'm, you know, again, I'm saying this a lot because I, I want everyone to just hear Jolie Care say, like, hey, listen, I got jacked up heels. I'll tell you, oh, one other thing about the toenails. Um, you know how I said with the first one, if it's all white, there's another kind of white toenail issue where you get some white streaks. I have that. That is also a trauma stitch. So mm. if the toenail is all white, entirely white then that's a fungus if it's just striped like a french vacation shirt (laughs) that's toenail trauma i get mine on my big toe um from my sneakers at the gym Mm. yeah so that's just a grow out situation yeah nothing to worry about it doesn't look that pretty i cover it up with nail varnish that's my that's my solution to it yeah um Oh, actually, can I ask you about that? Yeah. If you're someone who, like, habitually has painted toenails, eventually your toenails kind of turn a yellowish color oh, absolutely. from that. Oh, my how nails you... are completely yellow. So how do you fix that? You can do a couple of different things. You can scrub them with um, a nail brush and baking soda. You can soak them in denture tablets. Huh. Yeah. Um, there are also nail whiteners out there that a lot of, like, the, the like, fancy nail polish brands make. You don't need them. Years and years ago, I compared the ingredients in the quote-unquote nail whitener to denture tablets, and it's the same thing. So denture tablets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that's you know I have to say I um <laughs> so it's funny actually um last year um uh, I was dating someone and we would we would do our nails I would do our nails every week and for St Patrick's Day we did we did green nails because St Patrick's Day and I had to explain I was like your nails are gonna be yellow for like the next two months after wearing this green varnish by the way <laughs> like um so yeah that happens I have to say like I don't the the denture tablet and baking soda thing, I don't, isn't foolproof. It will help, but it doesn't completely right. alleviate the yellow. Really, the thing is, honestly, to just grow grow the nails out. Um, when my nails do get especially, because, you know, I always have varnish on. Same. Um, when my nails do get especially yellow, it's very hard for me to grow it out because it looks so gross to me. I usually will use, um, a, like, strengthening top coat that's, like, a um, got a little bit of pink hue in it. Because that at least covers the yellow while the nail is growing out and rehabbing. I have a like a Sally Hansen. I think it's yeah. called like Nail Rehab RX or something like that. Anyway, um, <clears throat> good sidebar though. Thanks. We should do a we should do a, a hand hand nail fingernails hand nails. Actually, <laughs> there's a word for them. It's fingernails. Hand nails. Um, episode like a gr- good girly one. Okay. Yeah, because this is gnarly. We should do a fun girly one. We'll bring you back for that. All right. Let's talk about crack skin, corns, and calluses. Deal. Deal. All right. I have tried every single hand cream in the foot cream in the world. That's a lie. A lot of them. <laughs> but I have tried a lot of them. Um, the best one I have found, Flexitol Heal Balm. Flexitol is F-L-E-X-I-T-O-L. I buy it at the Dwayne Reed here in New York. It's sold at literally... Every drugstore, big box store, you will find it everywhere. It's on Amazon, too. It costs about $10 a tube. It lasts a good long time. This stuff is amazing. Amazing. Best one I have tried. Uh, it is very, very thick. You definitely want to put it on and then immediately put a pair of socks on. It is summertime here in New York. I don't know if you guys know this about me. Do you know that I hate socks? No, but that tracks. Yeah. Uh, I refer to them as foot prisons. Huh. I hate socks. Uh, I hate the way they feel on my feet. I hate them, hate them, hate them. But because I've got this heel issue, I have to wear the socks when I do my moisturizing. Uh, it is summertime, and so I especially hate the foot prisons. Um, and there are socks. I have not yet bought them, but I'm going to. There are thin white cotton socks that are just like the thin white cotton gloves that you wear when you're moisturizing your hands. Um, so those exist in the world, but you don't need a fancy sock. You can use any old sock. Uh, I think an ankle sock is the, the easiest, but, you know, if you like a, a big, thick, cushy sock, whatever, whatever it is, just you need to have it covered because the, first of all, you can't be walking around on this cream. <laughs> You'll, you're going to leave greasy footprints everywhere and yeah. you're going to pick gonna up. fall. And it's actually not even that slick. It's oh. just like, it's, the cream is so thick. It's real. I mean, it is very, very thick. Um, or you. Or you're going to pick up whatever grime is on the floor. It will stick to your feet. So you need the socks. The other thing, though, is that the socks will help the absorption um, of the lotion. So Flexitol is what I personally recommend, but there are lots and lots of other options out there. You can use an ointment like Aquaphor. I put Aquaphor on my feet every single night and also my hands. Oh, my God. You're so diligent. I really dry skin. Yeah. But I, I also use yoga toes, those toe stretchers, which are amazing. If you're someone who has hammer toes or bunions oh. or like weird crunched up toes, 
yoga toes are a great thing to do while you are moisturizing your feet. I do that it every night. Is such a good tip. Thank you. You're welcome. Excellent. Um, I wish I could be that diligent. I, here's another part of the reason of the foot prism thing. Uh, I, I'm cl- cl- weird claustrophobia. I have sort of like their odd manifest. Like I can be in an elevator, no problem. Uh, but uh, g- gloves, no. Claustrophobia, like, whoa. I cannot get a paraffin treatment. Freaks me out. Can't be bound up. So because of that, I'm not as diligent as I would really like to be about moisturizing because I hate not having the use of my hands and my feet or I hate having them covered. Um, this, I, Listen, the struggle's real, you guys. Uh, here's another ointment for you. Very, very good. Bag bomb. Good old mm. bag bomb. It's uh, meant for uh, cow udders. Excellent stuff. Vaseline. Works just fine. And frankly, you know, a re- just a regular moisturizer and a vino, a userin, whatever it is, that's fine too. The, the idea is you just want to get the, the moisturizer on there, slap a sock on. Um, but if you are a person like me who is truly prone to cracked heels, do try that Flexitol. I think it's amazing stuff. I'd like to just put in a good word for lotion in general. I feel like people are not moisturizing enough. People are not moisturizing enough. And you all know, you all heard that bathrobe episode. <laughs> Did you ever hear the bathrobe episode? No. The bathrobe episode was so great. It was so weird. And I still, there was one of one of my listeners, Shanna. Hey, Shanna. Um, she's also in one of my Bravo Facebook groups. And so, like, we were sort of, like, always in, in touch with each other. <clears throat> she, like loves to troll me about her bathroom because she's one of those people who she moisturizes while she's still wet and then she puts her fluffy robe right on and I can't stand the I I can't stand the feeling of being wet and having a robe on me. Yeah, no, I need to let it kind of all dry and dry. But she also has like the world's most amazing skin because of it. Yeah. I like really deeply admire her commitment to it. Um so, yeah, I don't think people are moisturizing enough. I love moisturizing. Again, it feels great. Yeah, it's it feels amazing. great. I just love it. Um, except for my doing my feet because then right. I wear the foot prisons. And I hate the foot prisons. Listen, life switch pageant. Um, all right. Let us talk about uh, corns and calluses. Uh, corns and calluses. Let me tell you what they are. They are patches of hard, thick skin. I am so sorry that I just said that. Um, here's how you know that they're basically the same thing except for one important difference. Corns are tops and calluses are bottoms. That is the difference between a corn and a callus. A corn and a callus are the same thing. They just appear on different parts of the foot. So corns are on the top of your foot. Calluses are on the bottom. Now that I've called them tops and bottoms, you guys are never, ever going to forget that. No, nope. But they're the same thing and they're treated in the, the exact same way. Which is? Which is uh, you are going to use a uh, medicated cream or, uh, corn and cal- or medicated corn and callus pad. The cream is probably going to be the most effective. I um, have spent all week calling this cream urea cream and just grossing myself out with that word because it sounds like something else. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, oh, I could just call it urea cream. And that sounds so much nicer. So the ingredient is called urea. It's probably urea, but let's call it urea. Um, That's U-R-E-A. I love to spell things out for people. Um, Most of the creams... Brands have the word urea right in the title. There's one called Urea 40 Plus. I'm totally blanking on the other one, but it has urea right in the name. Uh, Again, Amazon has these. Most pharmacies will have them. These can be a little trickier to find 
in the drugstore than the Flexitol because um, they are a little bit more specialized. You can find them in the UK very easily, interestingly enough. That, yeah, that that is interesting. I wonder why it's... I don't know, so... E45 and some of these other creams have them. I... Yeah, and for some reason they all have the number 40 or 45. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. no idea what all of this means. So Someone out there does know and they are going to write to me and tell me and I am here for it. Um, I also just should have Googled that, but I listen, it's been a busy week between Brad and the feet. And the, listen, I'm a busy lady, you guys. Um, okay, so the cream is probably going to be the best thing. Um, and actually, that was the cream that Bev was buying and having gift wrapped to herself because oh. she said she was like, oh, she's like, I've got a corn that's just driving me bonkers and I'm going to go get that cream. And I was like, good. See, this is what makes me happy. When, yeah. When people, when I help to fix a real problem that's bugging someone, that makes me really happy. I feel I feel great about this job. Okay, so the cream is probably going to be the best thing. The other thing is um, the pads. So there are two different kinds of corn callus pads. Medicated what pads and non-medicated pads. They're both very good to use. The medicated ones are, I think, probably for... Um, for a less severe corn and callus situation, the medicated pad is going to be the easiest course of treatment because literally all you do is slap this thing on the corn and game over. You're done. Um, the non-medicated ones are the ones that you're going to use when you're also using one of those creams. So if you have more serious or severe calluses and corns, use the cream, but do get the pads because what the pads do is they provide a cushion. Oh, so there's no more rubbing, which makes the whole thing worse. Exactly. And also, um, the rubbing is very painful. Um, so the, the cushion helps to just literally cushion. cushion. Um, yeah. So that's corns and calluses. Here's the very last note that we're going to end this one on. Athlete's foot. Oh, can't we end it on something pretty, like getting a pedicure? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. This is a gross episode, man. Yeah. Gotta end with that. I mean, you could get an athlete's foot from a pedicure. You I could. Guess. You could. Exactly. So, which leads me into this very important thing. You don't have to be an athlete to get athlete's foot. <laughs> be an athletic supporter. <laughs> That's, That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> um, okay. So, athlete's foot is going to, um, I'm, I'm closing the circle. I'm bringing it right back to where we started. The most important thing about athlete's foot prevention and treatment is to keep your feet dry. Remember right at the top of the episode, I said you guys have to dry your feet. and I don't mean shuffling back and forth on the bath mat. If you have athlete's foot, it is especially, especially, especially important for you to be drying very, very well in between your toesies. That is where athlete's foot will thrive. It is a fungus. You can think of it in the same way that you think of mold and mildew and serratia marcasins that you find in your shower. They like dark, damp, places. You know what's dark and damp? The space in between your toesies. That's right. That's where you're going to get your athlete's foot. Best way to treat athlete's foot if you do have it is just to get one of those sprays, Tenactin, Lotrimin. The the best thing is to, they're all called like Lotrimin AF. And obviously that's for athlete's foot. And these, these products were all developed well before AF meant something else. But it made me laugh all week being like, yeah, I'm Lotrimin AF, baby. <laughs> um, so on that happy note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask That was Universe. amazing. This was an amazing episode. I feel like we, I've been like really firing on all cylinders with this show recently. It's been 
I mean, the show is always really fun, but the past couple episodes have just been like really, really, really funny. I guess because they're topics I kind of, well, I care about everything. Um, but they've been kind of offbeat topics, like we did the tote bag. The tote bag one was very stuff. good, yeah. yeah. so, like, that stuff is fun for me. I can have fun talking about anything having to do with cleaning. Um, but when it's stuff that I actually, like, really live in my own life, or that... Or, or that, there's, like, a stigma, and you want to demystify it. Exactly. And, yeah. It, yeah. It, makes me, it makes me really happy. Um, we have... I should also just say, um, so I went... The weather's fun. so beautiful here in New York, you guys. Uh, exposed feet... As far as the eye can see, just happy as a clam. Um, I went to the beach on Tuesday afternoon, and I sat down, and I did my podcast planning for the summer. And I have some really, really funny shows coming up. I'm really excited. Um, so I just feel like it's going to be a good, good, good old summer here on Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Uh, if you like what you heard today, I don't think you liked so much what you heard today. But maybe you needed to hear it. <laughs> but I do think you benefited from it. <laughs> Please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast, Spotify, or iTunes. Leave a rating. You guys, remember, leave those ratings. And tell your friends about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. Are you guys subscribing? You're forcibly subscribing your friends? Because I haven't heard from any of you that you're doing that, and I want you to. I want, I want evidence of it. Grab your friend's phones. Sort, subscribe them to Ask a Clean Person the podcast. It'll be good for you. Be especially if they have me. disgusting feet. That's right. Yes, especially. Uh, be passive aggressive. Use me. Uh, and, of course, thanks to you guys and to Lizzie for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person the podcast. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.